welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to a very special episode of Count Creepyhead Saturday Morning Monster Mash. It is the long-awaited return of one of our fighting episodes, which was our previous most popular episode. And if you thought horror characters are fun, just you fucking wait. How's everybody doing? I fight with my testicles daily. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the struggle's real. The count punching himself in the dick. Just wait, Josh. Uh, when you turn forty, your testicles descend even more. <laughs> they are as long as my cape. I do not know what to do with them. I trip on them daily. Are the uh, the water levels in Texas and the toilets are they really high, or because of the droughts out there, do they keep it low? Uh, you know, they're. I would say they're mid range. Because there's nothing like that. The bucket hitting the bottom of the well when I sit down <laughs> in the toilet is just shocking. <laughs> you know, I don't think I've I don't think I've had that experience since I've moved here. So they, it's low enough. <laughs> Good to hear, because man, when my my balls hit the water, woo, <laughs> it's invigorating. Best part of waking up. It's I mean, it's like a little spa for your balls. Your balls. <laughs> your your testicles. Oh my God! It's like. Putting your balls in a personal little whirlpool hot tub. <laughs> uh, the fact that they actually sell those. They do? <laughs> yeah, you've never seen the, the, the testicle jacuzzi? Where, the, where, where would one get a testicle jacuzzi? I saw it all over Facebook for a while. <laughs> is that, is it well, like we're talking about it, so it's going to pop up in all of our ads. It's is it probably like... on Wish. Is it like just a a bubbly cup of water for your balls, or is it like I'm making ramen on the stove and I dunk my nuts in the? It's it's like a little mini tub that's shaped for your testicles, and you just dunk your balls in it. How like logistically? Do you, you like stand up and put it in a chair? Like, I imagine... you sit down and like plop your balls in it. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm picturing. Doesn't mm. you have to like put a towel down? What is it like? A pl- is it like safe? I don't get my nuts electrocuted. <laughs> is it safe? <laughs> it's yes, it's safe, very safe. <laughs> <laughs> I try it. I mean, Clerks. right now I just kind of have the straw and the glass of milk and the bubbles. It's not the same. <laughs> and you know. My wife hates walking, you know, walking into that. It's just weird. No, you know, you know those little like those little personal washing machines that you can get for the dorm rooms. Yeah, that's what you want. 
You know, yeah. It's like a golf ball washer. <laughs> Just put it in a crank. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Count Creepy Head Testacular <laughs> Special. Because um, we're like, man, what a wicked work. It's Friday. Could go home and bubble my balls. That sounds like something like a 50s dad would say, like, hey, how you doing, Billy, old ball bubbler? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, now we need an advertisement for someone's ball bubblers. <laughs> Billy's ball bubblers. They Their bubble your balls real nice. Brought to you by <laughs> Bubble Your Balls and Blue Milk. Brought to you by Aunt Mabel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course she would be into this. You just, you just dip them in a real nice warm cup of soup. And then I'll swish it around for you. <laughs> yeah, I can totally just sort of like laying down and gurgling for five minutes and just plop your nuts in there. <laughs> Good healthy squat. Oh, Lord. Oh, my goodness. What a way to open the show. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Josh, we weren't going to talk about, uh, you know, what we got this week, but you got a beef with a certain company. I got a beef. I'm I'm going to, you know what, you know, I, I know there's no room for, for show and tell, but I will preface this by saying uh, I, I got really, overall, I got two things over the past week. Um, and one was one of my most anticipated figures of the year, which we will get to momentarily. Uh, and the other is something that I wanted that has eluded me for a while, just because it's uh, one of those one of those weird cube robots. And yeah. I wanted the owl because it reminds me of Bubo from Clash of the Titans. Um, it is hands down one of the best things this company has produced, and I cannot recommend it enough. Uh, if you can get your hands on it or the upcoming weird purple and black version, uh, it's it's worth the price tag. I, I will give a resounding endorsement. 52 Toys Beast Box. Go That's go it, check it out. It does look really cool. Yeah. Um, it's It exceeds, it's rare for me to say this, it exceeded my expectations. Nice. Uh, just everything about it is beyond fun and cool. Uh, it's very... It's uh, it's that satisfying level of complex, but very intuitive. Mm. So once you know it, it's just like, oh yeah, no, this is this seems complicated, but it's actually really easy. Um, now my beef, and one of my most anticipated figures of the year was the NECA San Diego Comic Con thing poster figure, which, like any Comic Con item, now to be fair. Looking at the packaging in hand, it's really nothing out of the ordinary ordinary from what NECA already does. Like, they've been known to do fancy lenticular covers, even mm -hmm. if it's like a GameStop exclusive, but, like, they've, they've been known to work weird stuff into their packaging. Look at the Puppet Master packaging. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so, first, right off the bat, I don't feel like the packaging was special enough to warrant them being like, it's in special packaging. Like, no, it's not. You just made it black. 
Second, I get it, and there's a huge hole in the side of my shipping box. And I take the figure out, and there is a single piece of bubble wrap across the bottom of the box. It's not wrapped. On top of the figure itself is the, you know, the the shipping slip. And the box itself looks like it's been sat on. Right, Leia? Uh, Which, I gotta say, for a $50 limited edition Comic-Con exclusive figure with a $15 shipping price tag bought directly from the manufacturer, that's pretty shitty. Yeah, that's uh, the messed fact, up. The fact that it was wrapped poorly or packed poorly, uh, the like, I get it. I get the fact that it was what happened to the box once it was shipped out is out of their hands. That is no excuse for the poor packaging. That and and not to mention the fact that if this is a special release, you would think maybe they would use a thicker cardstock, but it doesn't feel like a heavy cardstock at all it doesn't even feel as heavy as most of their normal releases like you know how the turtles are in almost that thick corrugated cardboard yeah Yeah. this almost feels like one of the inserts that comes with the packaging and it's like it's really not that sturdy to begin with so part of me can see how it got crushed and the rest of me is like even with it that thin, it should have been packed better. Uh, the figure itself is beautiful. I love the figure. I am not a collector that keeps packaging. The total of packaging that I, I still have are a few in-package figures that I haven't opened for whatever reason. Um, a few in-package Pikmin pieces. Mm-hmm. And... The Mysteries of Skull box. That's that's it. That's the total of the packaging that I've kept. I wanted to keep this. It's the thing. You know, even though I didn't plan on keeping it in box, I planned on keeping the box likely to display with the figure. I don't want to display it if it looks all creased up. Right. Like there's it's it doesn't photograph well because it's already lenticular and that doesn't really photograph well. But even the lenticular on the front has a bend to it that's just like, man. Like even if I took this off and just removed the front part and kept the lenticular, that still has a bend in it. So for the price point directly from NECA, for shame, guys, for shame. And I will give them a little bit of slack because it is Monday and they probably have a lot of customer service email to go through from the weekend. But I emailed them as soon as I got it in. And I've tweeted at them at least three times about it since. And I've seen them tweeting things out since. So it's like, okay, guys, I've contacted you through Facebook, like 
not directly contacted you through Facebook, but I've tagged you on Facebook. I've tagged you on Twitter. I've emailed you directly. Uh, at this point in time, it has been a little over 24 hours. I know it's not reasonable to expect a response already, but considering they've been active on Twitter today, they at least could have been like, we'll look into it. Have you emailed customer service? Have you emailed so, customer service? I did as soon as I saw it. So yesterday, first thing, like as soon as I took it out of the box before I even showed you guys. Those dirty riding motherfuckers. That's crazy. Mine. And like I, Again, I get it. It's Monday, but. Come on, guys something give me something here mine weren't bad but i you know had fully planned on opening everything haven't done it yet um the figure looked okay i didn't see any like two right feet or anything which is what i always check for um so here's hoping uh, that sucks they need to get on that now By, here you know interesting side side note that is worth bringing up just because i'm talking about it already um the two different faceplates that it comes with. Yeah. Uh, both amazing. Both look amazing. Both look amazing, both uh, without and with the light. They photograph amazingly, but in person, if you, like, if you look at it, it definitely does still have the weird, like, it's an LED behind a piece of plastic look to it. Yeah. So, in person, it definitely somehow looks slightly less impressive than the pictures but nonetheless uh still awesome enough to be like yeah this is pretty fucking awesome although the other other big complaint i have is something that they show directly on the packaging is 100 percent not possible and that's the hood right the uh to show you cannot display the figure with just like an empty hood period how how is that that's not possible not the head doesn't come off, and if you take the faceplate off, the way the hood sits on, it it's just like the black head with a giant LED in the middle of it and two holes in it. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, like, and, I was under the assumption that the head came off, but there's electronics in that, so that's why it can't. Uh, if the head can come off, it's really really on there good because I gave it a decent pull and it didn't feel like it was budging and that was enough for me to be like nope not messing with it we, if they kick it back to you about a, a beat up package I wouldn't pull the head off and yeah that was my thinking of like oh I'm not going to try this but uh, also yeah the the batteries are a real pain in the ass to get back in you told me that, and the first thing I thought of was the Captain Blake figure, who had a similar action feature. Batteries were a nightmare. And, like, mine doesn't work because the batteries don't sit in it right. And I don't want to, like, strip the screw any more than I have. So I'm just like, fuck it. Sometimes it works. Most of the time it doesn't. I'm leaving it alone. Man. 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 Okay, also, guys. Oh, this yeah. was my first uh, first ever order directly from NECA, so my confidence is not high right now. I 
don't like ordering direct from them uh, ever since they did the Aliens Collector Club, where they basically just ripped people off the second year. Um, I have never been a fan. And they always just, you get a piece of paper for packing material. You know, you get nothing to protect your, your investment. So if you're a mid-time card person, sorry. Yeah. I feel bad for the people who did the D&D stuff, because if they, those weren't packaged nicely you're shit out of luck and you probably wanted to keep those in package right that's honestly i mean the the price alone is what kept me away from it but those would be figures i'd want to keep in package and i'm usually not a mint on card collector yeah you know that's that is another thing is because of the way NECA ultimates are packaged i i figured i'd at least be able to just sort of like tilt him forward and do the switch on his head Mm-hmm. to see what he looked like in package with the light on. No, there is no way. You have to fully remove it from the packaging. Uh, take the hood off, take the faceplate off, take the plate off the back of the head, take a strip of plastic off from around the batteries, uh, get the batteries back in there, get the plate back on, get that screw back in, and then put everything back together. That's a giant pain in the ass. And let me tell you, the battery plate on the back of my head was kind of locked in place. So it, it it took me a few minutes where it was just like, is this even going to come off? I don't know. Like anyway, it. That, is, that is my toy rant. Okay, guys. So... Old fans and new, if you hop on and look at some of our older episodes, we had an episode where I proposed a game where I said, let's make an imaginary fighting game where we pick horror movie characters. And basically, we all kind of just played it draft style where, like, I said, I'm going to pick Jason. And then it just got progressively crazier to the point where we got <laughs> to uh, Gary Busey, Christine the car. <laughs> We had a lot of fun with it, it going just batshit crazy. And we've been sitting on this within our, you know, in our back pocket that we wanted to come back to it. But this time we wanted to do icons of the 80s, in particular, like 80s toys or 80s sitcoms in a fighting game. And the only hard rule we set for ourselves is no horror. Yep. And I'm guessing that's also going to be like none of us are going to go for the low hanging fruit. Uh, we're going to keep it crazy and fun. Um, but to start, I'm going to have Mike give us an example. We're each going to pick a character or something from the 80s. And we're just going to let you listen and decide, like, holy crap, I think that uh, Tony Tiger would beat the Jolly Green Giant, which is a dumb, dumb fucking example. <laughs> But we want you to just listen and go crazy and have fun. So, Mike, give us an example of what we would be picking. Okay, so I was thinking, again, I was thinking of this in fighting game style. So the various types of fighting game characters that you're going to have, like, you know, not the modern stuff where they really break down into crazy little differences between every character. I'm talking about more like Street Fighter 2 uh, you know, Mortal Kombat one type style where it's like you have your bruiser character, like you have your Zangief, you know, you have your your Dalsim who has like the long reach and all that. So, you know, characters that would fit these different archetypes. 
So right off the bat, for a bruiser character, I would say we have to have Mr. T. Okay. He has to be involved in this. So just, you know, he's got the perfect taunt, you know, pity the fool, all that. Imagine, like, his fatality would be, like, ripping your jaw open and pouring a box of key cereal down your throat until you choke to death. (laughs) You know, it's stuff like uh, that. He should take your intestines and wear them around his neck after he's done. Or he takes off all of his gold chains and puts them on you, and the the sheer weight of them collapses your spine. That that's pretty, <laughs> pretty fucking awesome. So yeah, so something like that. All right, uh, I see you're Mr. T, Mike, and I raise you this game's Shao Kahn, M. Bison. There's nothing more '80s than Ronald Reagan. <laughs> And I would have him DC Folly style, like a terrifying puppet version of himself. Oh, God. And all of his moves would be like Sirhan Sirhan shooting at him and missing, hitting you. (laughs) He throws jelly beans at you. Throws jelly beans at you. He sets up the crack epidemic (laughs) to fund other fighters. I, I'm going deep cuts if you haven't lived in the 80s and how horrible Ronald Reagan was. Uh, but he's coming after Mr. T in particular because of his time with Nancy Reagan. <laughs> that, that shit ain't cool. <laughs> Nancy just talks about Mr. T all the time and Ronnie's had enough. Yeah. He's coming to get her. He's with this, you know, he was a cowboy in the 50s. Oh, in movies. That's how he got his job. But... um I feel like if there was a boss of the 80s, it would be Ronald Reagan. He would have to have, like, the the finishing move would be, like, Smoke from Ultimate MK3, where he just, Roddy would push the button and just fucking nuke the world. Yeah. Because, like, Smoke had that one where he unleashed all those bombs and then you just saw Earth blow up. It's the day after tomorrow. Yeah. Ronald Reagan style. Mortal Kombat 3 style. Oh, and then every once in a while you'd have this like really like pixelated voice clip of like Mr. Gorbachev, take down this opponent. <laughs> and he'd throw Gorbachev at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he literally picks him up off screen and hucks him at you. You know what they should have? Uh after he nukes the planet, you could have Gorbachev's head pop up and go, Toasty! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing, though, when he hucks Gorbachev, like, him latching on to you like Blanca in Street Fighter 2 and just biting your neck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I'm going to see your your Reagan and T and raise you an Alf. Oh, we got to have Alf. Son of a, yeah, like, if there was a, a Ryu, <laughs> it's Alf. He's a dude in his cats. He just hucks and, cats at you. Well, I'm I'm thinking he he has two power moves. One will like knock you backwards because you know how there's always the knock backwards stun. Yeah, it's just him leaning forward, going ha, <laughs> <laughs> and sonic waves go forward and knock you back. <laughs> at which point he does his finisher, which is throwing catnip at you and a bunch of cats swarm you and then he devours you all whole (laughs) cats and all 
I feel like if yeah, he, Elf he just ever does like, come back, they really got to have a graphic scene of him killing a house cat. <laughs> I just want to see like his mouth open up almost like uh, the uh, CGI trap jaw and go into like this whirling death tooth mouth where he just like inhales the cat hole. I'm thinking of I, Psycho Gorman. I was just going to say yeah, Psycho Gorman where it's like a warrior's death. <laughs> just unhinges his jaw. That's okay, uh, so here, there you have it. Your, fart, your first fight from the 80s. Mr. T, Ronald Reagan and Elf. I want you, the listener, to really listen hard. Think about it. And then just comment on the Facebook group who you think who would win that fight. <laughs> it could go any way, you know? Well, I, I think for the, the next lineup, we should uh, focus a little bit on 80s cartoons. And uh, so I was thinking for the, the Dalsam type character, we would have to have Inspector Gadget. Motherfucker, Ooh. I never thought of Inspector Gadget. Like he's got, I mean, just think about all of the different moves he could have. I mean, he could have, you know, guns coming out of his arms, out of his hat. He could, his finishing move, he could totally pull the Cyrex finisher move where he uses the, the helicopter hat, goes up off screen and then comes down and chops you up with it. There's tons of different options there. Man, there really are. <laughs> God damn it. Did I, I have a long list of characters. Did I pick any cartoon characters? I did not. All right. You know what I'm going to go with? It's not as cool as Inspector Gadget, but I don't give a fuck. Turbo Team. <laughs> You know, it's crazy as I almost had him on my list. He turns into a car and runs your ass over. Fuck you. <laughs> he doesn't know how to drive, but whatever. Hmm. Hmm. You know, I, I this I'm not sure this is quite fits cartoon. No, you know what they did do? I think if my memory is not going dumb yeah i think there was a cartoon i'm gonna choose boober boober fraggle man <laughs> i would feel horrible beating up boober fraggle right i love boober like <laughs> that all right but of all the fraggles like he's the bad-tempered one true like he's always kind of grumpy so he'd Wait, be the one to like Finally pick a fight. Is Boober with the one with the hat? Yeah. Who's the one with the Hawaiian shirt? Uh, Wimbley? Wimbley, yeah. Wimbley, okay. All right, you guys, serious question. I'm going to give you... What's uh, a, a nice amount of money that you don't have to worry about anything the rest of your life? $10 million. Okay. Okay? You can live comfortably until you're dead if you're smart with $10 million. Agreed? Yeah, that's like mm -hmm. fuck you money. You can buy toys every day. You're fine. All you have to do, take a loaded gun, and kill Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Shoot him in the head. And so in this in this hypothetical, Kermit's alive and not just someone's hand in a Muppet. Yes. Okay. Muppets are real. Say, if I'm and there's nobody no more beloved and innocent than Kermit the Frog. You, you're the one that assassinates Kermit the Frog. Point blank, you'll blow his head off. Could you do it? You're a monster. 
Could you just destroy a generation? <laughs> well, I mean, it's not easy being green, so motherfuckers got to go down. It's $10 million. You're monsters. Tax free. <laughs> oh. You know I would dress like Miss Piggy to do it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's be real. It'd be it'd be more believable coming from Bunsen. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why don't you come here, Mister the Frog? I just want you to try out this new helmet. Oh, oh dear, that didn't react the way I planned at all, Mister the Frog. Mr. the Frog. <laughs> oh dear. I I'll go a step farther. For ten million, I won't not only will I kill him, I'll eat him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing Mike just staring him in the eyes while he chokes <laughs> him slowly. Yeah. <laughs> just going, shh, shh, it's okay. It's okay. Shh. <laughs> Daddy needs a new car. Just stop crying. <laughs> uh, did, you, did you guys watch the Brian Fuller Hannibal series? Yes. I have not seen all of it. Keep keep him alive like Eddie Izzard and feed him to himself. Oh, that's like cut his legs <laughs> off and feed him. <laughs> He'd turn with the frog his own frog's legs. <laughs> oh, this uh, got dark quicker than I thought. <laughs> I love these episodes. All right, so we've got Inspector Gadget fighting Turbo Teen. Fighting Boober Freckle. <laughs> oh, man. It's, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Oh, let's see. What? Okay. Uh, you know what? Uh, sitcom characters. I'm going to go with Urkel. Oh, scratch him off my list. All right. <laughs> I And he would have to do something like, for his fatality, just like sneak up behind you, slit your throat, and whisper, did I do that? Just something really creepy. You know, yeah. You know, some of those fighting characters that can change stances and fighting abilities. Oh yeah. You'd have to go from like Urkel to Stefan. Yep. Yeah, I think that would be cool. He would be like uh, uh, Eddie Gordo from Tekken. <laughs> I have a pretty, oh man, I have a pretty equally horrible one to follow that up with. Well, I have to get this out there before nobody else does. My character has no fatality. He only has mercy. I'm going to pick Uncle fucking Jesse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't know if, if uh, too young to die taught me anything, he's not above killing. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I didn't say Stargrove. (laughs) Stargrove. God, that song. Dancing to the danger zone. Stargrove. All right. (laughs) Josh, can you top this? I know you're. I know you're going to say, Belky. Uh, you know, I wasn't going to, but uh, now I'm tempted to. Nope, I'm going to go with Henry, Punky Brewster's dad. Brought to you by <laughs> Don Dorazio. Now, just just imagine, just imagine, Punky, Punky, <laughs> and then he's like. His finisher would be Punky Brewster sneaks up behind you and sticks a Punky Brewster wig on you, and he just snaps and bludgeons the shit out of him until, like, he's got bloody knuckles and there's just, like, pulp under his fist as oh, Punky Jesus. watches in horror. That's dark. Would he you put your body in a refrigerator and then 
hide it in a dump. <laughs> Tell everybody you're playing hide and seek. <laughs> yes. Oh, that got dark. <laughs> Holy crap. All right. How about we now going forward, we each pick a part of 80s Americana and we right. pick, pick something. So I'm going to go with 80s plush characters. Okay. Oh. Mike? Well, then in that case, I got to go with Grumpy Bear. Because you got to have a Care Bear. The blue one, right? Yeah, you got to have a Care Bear. And you got to yeah. have Grumpy Bear. Cause... Well, he's pissed off enough to actually kill you. Yeah. <laughs> he would, like, do the Care Bear stare and your eyes would explode. You know? I just picture uh-huh. him cleaning a gun. I don't know why. <laughs> you know, like... Just a, a very that was a really bad time to take a sip of my coffee. I just picture him with like you know like the pipe cleaner getting in there, like putting it back together again. Just <laughs> grumpy. I have to pick the popple. Okay. Oh. Because I want a popple to turn you inside out. <laughs> I, love I also it. like the idea of. The popple has no attacking. It just rolls up into a ball and bounces all over the fucking screen like Zaxxon. <laughs> and maybe it kills you. Oh, that would be annoying to fight. <laughs> but if it wins, you know, it like, you know, like sticks your head in your own ass and turns you into a fucking ball. It turns you inside out. Huh. Josh. You know, I'm going to have to go. With Raggedy Ann. Is that from the... Well, that was around in the 80s. Yeah. I feel like it was still popular in the 80s. Yeah. In the early 80s, it definitely was still popular. I remember they had a Raggedy Ann and Andy cartoon. Yeah. 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 I remember getting like a Wendy's Happy Meal prize. Yeah. That was like a Raggedy Ann and Andy. And I was like, this thing fucking sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Like, always being mad at my father for like making us go to Wendy's because they had horrible prizes. Like, seriously, imagine imagine Raggedy Ann using years of children seething hatred towards her and turning it on her <laughs> opponents, summoning the darkness for all the couple's costumes. I'll show them who to hate. They'll hate Raggedy Ann. I'm going to be Bloody Annie. I mean, and considering what Annabelle was originally a Raggedy Ann, I mean, it makes sense. Annabelle. What a crack of shit. All right, Josh. (laughs) I just heard this really faint, what a crack of shit. All right. It would be a kind of creepy head without me meandering, right? We all get lost in YouTube. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, I follow some comedians. And I was like looking into like some of their extracurriculars and this one character voices an imp in some sort of like cartoon that's not meant for my generation. And I'm watching it and I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll, maybe this is funny. And I just didn't get it. It wasn't it was supposed to be edgy and dark. But really, it, it had like a furry character in it that clearly wasn't aware that it was like a furry. You know, it's all sexy for no fucking reason. And I'm like. This isn't dark or edgy. This is this is supposed to. It has like forty six million views, and I'm, I, it's just one of those things where it's like, 
you get to an old a point in your age where you just cannot relate yep. to the younger generation. And then I watched like some sort of music video based on Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, yeah. And like, I don't get how Five Nights at Freddy's is scary. I just don't. <laughs> it's like not scary to me at all. Like Chuck E. Cheese, I guess I could get, but it's just a cheap Chuck E. Cheese knockoff. Well, it's for any kid who was ever scared, I think more particularly about like Showbiz Pizza Place. Like, I feel like Showbiz had the scarier animatronics. Um, but I remember as a kid always being kind of freaked out by the Showbiz band. And um, especially that freaking, what is it, Billy Bear? Yeah. <laughs> the, like weird redneck bear. Um, but I will say this about Five Nights at Freddy's. Before it became the phenomena that it, it turned into... Uh, where everybody was drawing like creepy anime porn about Chica. Um, the first game, it, it was it was kind of ahead of its time. It was it was a simple jump scare game, but it was fun. It was you know it tested your reflexes. It was just like a fun twitch style game that you could beat in like an hour. It wasn't anything like really invested. Um, but yeah, the first the first game, a lot of fun. Second game built more on the first, where it was just like this is just a fun twitchy kind of game and after that the lore went kind of insane and it got weirder and weirder it's just one of those things where it's like this generation thinks that's scary and i have to like i can't pull myself back and be like you're not 12 right you <laughs> fucking stop anyways josh do you have uh in a topic of the 80s we could make things fight oh we lost josh we lost josh Ah, the storm happened. Thunderstorm. How's your new computer, Mike? It is amazing. I wish I had more time to play with it. Ah, I see you. My camera's on. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like frozen, that expression. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this is a, a topic that we could make fight. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Um, yeah, let's, let's pick, uh, let's pick iconic 80s sitcom families. Oh, so like a tag team match? Yeah, let's, let's go with, let's go with a tag team match, but like pick, pick two from an iconic family. And that means the rest of the full house cast is not off the table. (laughs) Hmm. Two characters. This is shit. This is going to be difficult for me because I don't really uh, know that many 80s sitcoms fa- families. Like a lot of the sitcoms I watch for like Night Court and Cheers. I know who I want to pick, but it's not the funniest answer. Fuck. Hmm. All right, I'm going to say it. I'm. Uh, damn it. What do I pick? <laughs> I know I'm having trouble here. Josh, do you have a pick? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think I do. Go for it. Uh, even though they are not related, they are part of the same family comedy. Um, oh god, what the hell? I'm I'm blanking on the character's name for some reason. Hold on, two seconds. Uh, oh yeah, no no wonder. Uh. I don't think I ever knew the character's last name. No wonder. I'm going to go with Tony and Angela. Who's the ball. (laughs) 
And as their special tag team power-up move, they call in the Wrath of Mona. <laughs> which which is literally just like Mona screaming from off screen that causes earthquake and like the other character to fall through the ground and take damage. <laughs> what a horrible show. <laughs> oh lord. All right, Mike, do you have one? Tony, I want your breath in me. <laughs> Angela. <laughs> Angela. Um <laughs> you know what? I guess I, I'm gonna go with family ties. I'm going to go with Alex P. Keaton and Stephen Keaton. The reason I put Stephen Keaton in there is only because he's played by Michael Gross, and I can picture him pulling out a minigun and shooting everybody. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, Alex, uh, I can imagine him, like, throwing random, like, (laughs) checks at you going, Reaganomics! (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with Uncle Joey and Mr. Beaver. Because yes, Full House is still on the table, and I have to get (laughs) that fucking beaver puppet in there somehow. Nope, nope, that just defeated everything. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) that that puppet. He's the guy that you just fight all the time because you fucking hate him with a passion. (laughs) Goddamn talking beaver! (laughs) Oh Lord, who like at ABC was like, man. What a knee slapper. Give us more of that fucking beaver. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they, they clearly meant something else. And then they got a you know beaver puppet. And it's like, oh, yeah, I, I guess that is. That works. I was talking to uh, the secretary over there. But, you know, it's. <laughs> oh, God. All right, Mike, your turn. Well, I mean, since this is a toy podcast, I guess we should go with 80s toys. You want to be more specific because that's a big broad range do you want action figures video games board games action figures all right i mean we already did plush so let's go action figures um so now Man. i'm i'm having trouble because it's like i say that and i'm like ooh, how do i narrow it down this is the one podcast where like the three people on planet earth could not fucking focus <laughs> and narrow it down <laughs> I mean, because I mean, there's the obvious ones on the table, like you know, your GI Joe, your He-Man, Transformers, all that. But do we want to go the obvious route, or do we want to go something like rocks and bugs and things? You know, <laughs> like action I, figures. Yeah, I think as long as it's action figure related, uh, I think it's fair game. All, all right. right. Um, I am gonna go the Boglin. Okay. Oh. It's the 80s, man. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to go with muscle men. And here's oh. the thing. They're going to work like a swarm where they will they will form into like, you know, like Kaneko man or whatever his name is. They'll like form into that. But when you hit him, like he'll fall apart and then like reform again. Into the so, claw. Yes. So he could almost like, do you guys remember Clay Fighter where there was like Mr. Frosty? Clay? Yes. Yes. Mr. Frosty. Yeah. So it'll be like that where he's just like, he can fall apart and reform. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Before I forget, Josh, before you answer, I'm sorry to cut you off. You know, the big thing of like this, like generation of video game consoles, Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. And the big thing now is the reveal videos and like everybody's fucking losing their shit to the reactions of like, oh, it's Sora. Oh, yeah. my God. It's Sephiroth. If they had Mr. Frosty from fucking Clay Fighters, 
<laughs> then you're going to get a reaction out of me. You know, like a game nobody cares about. Like if you get the dude from Splatterhouse. Yep. Then I'm going to be like, oh my God, it's this obscure video game that I love. It's Bonk from TurboGrafx-16. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Clay Fighter was an awful game. <laughs> like, but it's iconic. Oh yeah, no, I wanted to love it because I loved the character designs, but man... I remember playing it for the first time right after it came out, and I was so disappointed with how bad it was. All right, so we got oh, the Boglin and Muscleman. Josh? Um, I'm going to go for Transformers' lamest cousin. Dang no, you. no, not the Go Box. Oh. Go Box. I'm going to go for the Rock Lords. <laughs> <laughs> Their special power is one turns into a rock and the other one throws it at you. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Go, I, I had to go with like the lamest Transformers possible. <laughs> Can I make a suggestion? This isn't something we all have to contribute to. There should be a stage that is mousetrap. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yes. That... Oh, just board game stages to like Fireball Island. Well, here, here. Why don't we? Why don't we do various stages? Like, because I mean, right. there's there's tons well, of iconic '80s imagery that we could pick from. Let's. Before we do that, I have I have another I have another round off suggestion. Sure. Oh, okay. Uh, I think it's a good one. '80s fast food premiums. Oh, like. Like the Happy Meal toys, the best Happy Meal toys. Ooh, it's oh, brutal killing machines. <laughs> I was I mean, ready for this. Yeah. Mm. Now I know what you're all thinking. The Burger King Kids Club is going to take the cake, but probably not. <laughs> you know what? The Burger King's Kids Club characters were cool, not the prizes. Yeah, like. Kid Vid or whatever his name was, and uh, Wheels. So wait, are we doing prizes? Or are we doing mascots? Oh yeah, we're we're doing the prizes. I just All had right. to throw oh. in the the kids club because they did have toys of themselves very often. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I can't. I never got them. I I don't really want to choose that as mine. I just have to make fun of them. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with a weird one. The freaking like plasticky hand puppet of Ronald McDonald. <laughs> oh, they like, that price. <laughs> where it was like the hard plastic head and the hard plastic hands and just like that garbage bag material that you'd shove your hand up in. Ronald. Oh Love. man, yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> but I mean, it's fucking terrifying. It would be like fighting Mr. Hat. Like it's just, it's not okay. I'm gonna go with you mentioned the Happy Meal prizes, and this is the first thing that popped into my fucking head, so I'm just going to go with it. It was a horrible fucking prize. The Berenstain Bears with the wheelbarrows that were fuzzy. <laughs> you remember those? I forgot oh, yeah. all about those things. They, fucking, they sucked. Like, why do you need a, a bear the wheelbarrow? Like, how do you play with that? <laughs> You don't. Yeah, you <laughs> put like a French fry in it, and you move it, it from one side of the table to the next. He's wheeling the body of his child out to the garden. <laughs> it gets left in the car forever. Oh, God. Oh. Josh? You know, 
I I think I think I've got I'm torn between two here. Uh, and I think they both actually deserve their own entry in this round. Maybe as as some sort of weird tag team. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with the McDonald's Halloween bucket. Oh, dude. <laughs> yes. Okay. No, it could be like a totem of the buckets. And its special attack is to launch out one of the costumed fry kids. Nice. You know, have we all played um, Smash Brothers? Oh, hell yeah. Yes. You know how they just have like shit that drops down and you can get it as a power up? Yeah. Yep. It should always be Halloween buckets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And yes. you get like the power glove, the Nintendo zapper, <laughs> a graphic calc- like a, a calculator watch. I was just going to say it's got to be a watch. Snap bracelet. Magnifying <laughs> glass that doesn't really work. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, I'm trying to think of like other 80s garbage swatches. L.A. looks oh. hair gel. <laughs> the periscope that totally doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Those weird little propeller toys that you'd spin back and forth in your hand and watch them fly. Oh, man. Kids don't know who. All right. Let's throw some stages oh, out here. The weird little, the weird little spinny toys that, like, you press the button and it spins and opens up like an egg. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What? What was? What? What were those? <laughs> I used to love those damn things. Oh, all they right. were things all their own. We got Mousetrap, mm-hmm. Fireball Island. I propose Castle Grayskull. Oh yeah, oh. you gotta have Castle Grayskull. We we also need some real world locations. So like something like the you Cheers know, Bar. Well, I was gonna say like the outside of a McDonald's, <laughs> 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 like the parking lot of a McDonald's while people are McDonald's going back. Play place. Yeah, I was there you go. Say the parking lot where you can see the play place through the fence, but it's closed. Yes. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, the parking lot of a shopping mall. Yes. Got okay. a shopping mall. Or the food court of a shopping mall. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like that. A movie theater without stadium seating. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. You could have the, the characters fighting, like, in front of the screen and people, like, throwing popcorn at you. Oh, that's fun. And it would be, like, just, like, one of three random 80 scenes from like three a scene from one of three random 80s movies yeah there would be like clips like trailer clips showing so like you'd get like a back to the future clip you know so yeah. <laughs> like the goonies stuff like yeah. that that would be awesome bachelor party <laughs> um oh, another movie i should not have watched when i was so young all right let's do 80s mascots oh i got one I got one. I didn't want to mention the stage because it was going to tip my hand. But I want Chuck E. Cheese. Okay. So you can fight in a ball pit. A gross, <laughs> vile, full of piss and dead children ball pit. <laughs> I I will see your Chuck E. Cheese and raise you the Noid. Oh. <laughs> what oh. the hell is he? Nobody knows. He just hates pizza. I will I will see your Chuck E. Cheese on the Noid and raise you both the KB Toy Soldier. Oh, he's a fucking soldier. This is true. <laughs> man, and just to have you're gonna win the fight because everybody's just gonna be like, man, I miss KB Toys. Yep. Right. <laughs> uh yeah. I miss toy stores in general. 
Yeah. Yeah. Man. All right, I got another one. 80s robots. There's one we're all going for, but I've got a different one. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I want Small Wonder. Yeah, I immediately thought of Polly's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Death Wish. <laughs> Happy birthday, Polly. I love her. Dude, I was editing that the other day crying when you were saying that. She completes me. Just Polly in a Denny's with this robot in a wig. I love her. She completes me. Josh, do you want uh, Johnny Five? Uh, You know what? I'm going to go with Omnibot. Omnibot. What the hell is Omnibot? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Omnibot. Oh man, Omnibot was a toy robot. Oh yes, yes, How it's like not... the the uh, Nintendo robot. Yeah, it's got like the uh, the little like uh, it's got the head with just the eyes on it and like a little square body. Oh yes. yeah, I, yes. I just looked it up. I totally forgot about this guy. It was fishy yep. drinks. Yeah. Oh my god, how did I forget about this dude? He's cool. Can I throw a, a fourth entire... character just to make it horribly mismatched and it would be hilarious? Yeah, throw throw what in? At two oh nine. You know, I considered that for a split second. Can you imagine everybody's got like, I got this guy, I got this guy, and that person's like fucking at two oh nine. Like killing everything. Just shooting the fuck out of Polly and <laughs> the happy birthday Polly Robert's like, no. <laughs> imagine if his dead girlfriend, like, no. <laughs> We didn't consummate our relationship. <laughs> Look what they did to my girl. <laughs> and then you can have the training montage of Paulie running through like the Siberian wilderness with Sylvester Stallone training to fight at a 209 to only just get shot and die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a movie I want to watch. <laughs> or beating at 209. and <laughs> No, he has to beat him in the sequel. He comes Yo, back. robot. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I've got I've got a good one to add in here. Okay. An iconic 80s fast food item that can be used as a power up. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I, I have an answer to this, Josh. Do you want to go first cuz you picked? No, 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 go for it. This would only work for me, but the Frosty at Wendy's can give me explosive diarrhea. <laughs> so it would just be a character eats a Frosty and then just have like five minutes of fireball coming out their ass. That's disgusting as hell, but that's immediately <laughs> what I thought of. <laughs> oh, man, I'm trying to think of like 80s fast food items. I never think of, I could think of 80s snacks. Yeah, I was going to say, I got like, I got, yeah, a bunch of 80s like candy and snacks uh, in my brain, but. That were, you know what, that works too. I, I guess I was just specifically thinking of like, let's go with a classic original 80s McRib. Yeah. 
Mike, you like, know, they, you know the answer they to use this. it as a power up, and then they have like the missing rib bones that aren't actually there. Oh, as <laughs> as their weapons. Mike, nice. I'm not singling you out, but I just I have a feeling you know this. I love these as a kid, and they're featured in the Lost Boys. And they're like Grandpa's snack in the refrigerator. Oh Jesus! What the hell were those? Oh, we talked about them on the episode too. Crap! They're like the fucking the candy bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember Strasburg saying saying something about them because I didn't remember them. They were so fucking good. Oh, I can't remember what the hell they're called. I, I keep wanting to say Choco Dials, but that's Roger from American Dad. <laughs> but like. I remember my grandfather was also into them and I couldn't touch them. And then I always would sneak them and grab them. <laughs> I, yeah, for the life of me, I can't remember what they are. Candy bar in the lost boys. They're in his refrigerator. Every time I see it, I'm like, God damn it. Boppers. Okay. Peanut butter boppers. Oh, God damn, they were so it was like full of peanut butter and nougat and like Rice Krispies and all kinds of like peanuts and chocolate. Yeah. Oh, God, so good. I don't know that I've ever had those. Never had a pop. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I, familiar with I'm, this I'm, and I need one and I'm sad. I'm looking at it right now going, yeah, I, I don't think I've ever had it. I don't know. It, it's shaped like a hot dog. And it's it, full of peanut butter and it's covered in nuts. It's really, you know, good. uh, Mike sent me a candy hot dog once. <laughs> I did. <laughs> was it good? It was. I am not ashamed to say it was. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. So if we're just going like snack food in general, I'm going to go with fruit stripe gum and you're invin- <laughs> you're invincible for one second because that's all the flavor lasts for that. That's pretty Yes. Pretty appropriate. <laughs> how about a Rubik's Cube? And whoever catches it has to take like the three minutes to try to figure out how to solve it. <laughs> nice. Have you guys ever solved a Rubik's Cube? Uh, no, I don't think I have. I, I haven't either. And people who do it in front of me, I want to slap. I say my, my son has done it many, many times because as we were discussing things that the younger generation love for whatever reason, like it became super popular on YouTube to play with Rubik's Cubes. Yeah. And he became super obsessed with them for a while and got all different types of Rubik's Cubes, and he's really freaking good at them. Mike, can I can I ask you a serious question? Sure. Did Jessica actually give birth to Caleb, or did he form <laughs> in your driveway in a time bubble? <laughs> and did he just walk into your house and take clothing and just become your son? Like, did no. he kill somebody? Like, was Bill I... Paxton walking around like a midget Bill Paxton? <laughs> I have the mental scars to prove that I witnessed the birth. Okay. <laughs> uh, I swear to God, that boy's half machine. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, yeah. I mean, he's already taken the guts of my old computer and is like trying to incorporated to it, it into himself. Yeah. No, no. He he already got it working without the video card. Like he he. He got he got some old video card and and put that in there, and now he's yeah he's he's trying to get this thing running, and I'm like well the video card was really the only thing broken I mean everything else worked so 
Did he like yeah. open his chest cavity up and pull one of the spare video cards out? <laughs> I'm not sure where he got it from, to be honest with you. But he has like a Radio Shack in his bedroom, so like I. <laughs> Uh, I have corporate people up with me, working with me this week, and one of the guys that I met and I was talking to, just out of the blue, like, a non sequitur was like, you know, there's still, like, eight radio shacks that are still open. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, okay. (laughs) All right, man. One of them is in your house. It is. It's it's crazy because like he goes he goes with my my grandfather or my grandfather his grandfather he goes to um like savers and like random like thrift stores and he just buys like old computers and old monitors and all and he just takes them apart and like salvages pieces from so like I went in his room the other day and he's just got like computer parts like on every surface <laughs> like my old computer shell is just all taken apart and the guts are out of it. <laughs> It's like, all right. Is he one of those people that has to, like, he's memorized where to walk because there's circuit boards on the floor? Yeah, because it, yeah, it's, it's, it's a mess. (laughs) That's one of his chores this week is to clean up his room. Good luck with that. I, Uh I tried to get my daughter to clean and she hurt herself, so she didn't have to. (laughs) (laughs) I'll show you. Okay. I propose... (laughs) A Sesame Street character. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. I to... all right. I'm gonna go with Count von Count, who counts hmm. out loud as he does combos. <laughs> nice. Um. I mean, we got to go classic. We have to have Big Bird in here. So I'm going to go Big Bird, but he imagines Snuffleupagus. So he's just like Snuffleupagus is whooping the shit out of you. And he's just standing across the screen. I thought you were going to say he was like the Zangief. No. no Giant character. He's just standing in the background, like imagining Snuffleupagus in the fight. Josh? Um, I'm going to go with the newsman who will hit you repeatedly and say, Breaking news, your legs. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, all right. Uh, and, you know, as he's doing it, it'll just, like, have the Muppet legs flailing as they already look broken. <laughs> How about very 80s celebrities? Yes. Okay. I got one. That I really want to use, but I've been picking first all the time. So you guys, Josh. Okay, he's uh, I I mean he's more of a character than a celebrity, but he's a celebrity in his own right. So Max Headroom. Oh. Okay. He's gonna d- 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 destroy the competition. <laughs> Mike, do you have one? Uh, I'm trying to think of one. All right. Why, why don't you go? Richard Simmons. <laughs> who will dance you to death hmm. you know he'll have like larger older women will come out beat the shit out of you for daring question Richard Simmons sexuality <laughs> I I know she's not uh, an 80s celebrity but she was all over the talk show and game show circuit in the 80s uh, I'm gonna go Zsa Zsa Gabor 
Oh. You know, I consider her an 80s celebrity because she was on like <laughs> Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. And what the fuck was she Green famous Acres. for? Yeah. What's that? Green Acres. Yeah. She was in the Love Boat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised like none of us went like Cindy Lauper or Michael Jackson. Okay. That's ignorant. That's ignorant. <laughs> Potpourri. Who wants to take Michael Jackson? You got to have him. Well, how about 80s pop stars? All right, 80s pop stars. Nobody wants to take Michael Jackson, but Michael Jackson wants to take all the little children in Neverland. <laughs> Can I, will you guys allow me to pick two? <laughs> will you guys allow me to pick two characters? Absolutely. Because you, you got, you can't have Michael Jackson without Webster. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Oh, that's so wrong. Oh, oh little Lord. boy. You little boy forever, come here. Be my friend. <laughs> we're going to go to Neverland, and we're going to ride all the rides, and nobody's going to be ignorant. It's going to be amazing, and we're going to spend all night going, Shimon! on! <laughs> yeah, there's so many oh. good 80s pop stars. Uh, you know, I'm thinking of, uh, you guys go ahead, because I can squeeze some other ones in any other place. I mean, we need Boy George in there. Oh, that's, yeah, you do. That's gotta happen. Is he still alive? I think so. Who died? Yeah. Uh, Wait. Let me see. I think. I'm I'm almost positive he's still alive. You know what? Yeah, he's yeah, he's still alive. He's 61. It may it may be the easy route, but I'm I'm gonna absolutely go with the one that will take the cake. Go for it, Bowie. Oh, can't yeah. be Bowie. Oh yeah, and no, he will not, come yeah. in from space because he is but, Bowie in space. But keep in mind, this is the '80s, so it would be dancing in the streets, Bowie. Oh yeah, the '80s like teamed <laughs> up with Mick Jagger. That was a dark time for Bowie. It was. I mean, he would be dancing in the streets. So just. Saying. I mean, it's still Bowie. It is still Bowie, and that video is hilarious, especially if you watch the one without any music. Yep. Where it's just them grunting and jumping I love that figure. It's like, <laughs> and you hear like their shoes squeaking. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Whew. All right. So what's the next category? How about a game or like an interactive toy that could also be a fighting character? So are we doing video game characters and interactive characters or either or? No, like, uh, we won't pick this, but like Play-Doh. Okay. Something from the 80s. So let me give you my example. And you guys can, like, get it. (laughs) I got one. See and and spell. So it'll, like, punch P-U-N-C-H, and then it'll, like, smack into you. (laughs) Completely stupid, just funny. Okay. But would this be a power-up, or would this be a character? Just a character, because who gives a, a shit? A really, a really weird character, and I definitely got one. All right, what do you got? Simon. Oh yeah. It'd just roll in, and then like make a random combination. Boop 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 boop. Punch. <laughs> <laughs> or you don't even have to fight it. You just have to try to get beat Simon, and you get pissed off and quit. And every time you fail, you get punched. All right, well, then I'm going to go with perfection. 
Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you have to beat it before the timer runs out. Otherwise, it'll pop and you'll die. Oh, God. That would be a really <laughs> cool stage. Yeah. Just being launched in the air because it explodes and tosses you. Uh, <laughs> let me think. So I cheated and I took my daughter's checklist from World's Smallest. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking for ideas. Um, how about girls' toys? Okay. Can you guys think of stuff? I mean, the first thing that comes to mind for me is Gem. Oh, yeah. You got to have Gem. Do they have toys? Was, I always do the cartoon. I never oh, yeah, actually they, saw. Oh, they trust me. They had they, they had the dolls. Yeah. Um, and that's actually why we got Barbie and the Rockers, because Gem came out and was fucking eating Barbie's lunch. So they were just like, nope. And we're going to come out with our own version of it. Uh, but yeah, like my my wife and her sister were obsessed with collecting the vintage gem dolls. Uh, well, well, I've got to go with the very obvious choice. Did you say Barry? <laughs> I did. sure did, because it's the best friend of bitch pudding. Strawberry <laughs> shortcake. Oh, that fucking whore. <laughs> 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 I've got to go with the even more obvious choice of trolls. Oh, God. Ooh. Those little bastards were everywhere in the Those 80s. Fucking trolls. It could be Rust trolls. It could be their ugly cousin, the Norfin trolls. It could be treasure trolls. I don't give a fuck. I just think it would be funny to beat the shit out of a troll with Mr. T. The <laughs> turtle trolls. They would all play like Sindel from Mortal Kombat 3. Yes. All hair based attacks. All right. How about 80s movie characters? Hmm. I got (laughs) one. Go for it. Booger. (laughs) Damn it. I was going to pick Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds, but Booger's better. Why not? Do them both. Ah, you know what? I have two from the same movie. Let me see. There's so, I mean, like, the paper boy from Better Off Dead. (laughs) <laughs> I want my two dollars. Um, hmm. he'd be a great uh, reptile kind of character. I'm gonna go be. with Murtaugh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> because because again, what's better than a character coming in in a into a fighting game that's just so sick of this shit? He's just this close to retirement. I'm getting too old for this shit. Mike, you realize we're as old as Murtaugh? We are. Fuck. Shut right. up. Josh, right. Josh I, stop I, being Mel Gibson, damn it. <laughs> All right, I got one. All right. Let me tell you about Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> what did he call her? Sugar tits? Was it <laughs> Mel Gibson? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so yeah, sugar tits. Oh. I love when he freaks out and he goes, and fucking blow me. <laughs> Oh, I was thinking about the South Park Mel Gibson, <laughs> where he's just a straight-up Looney Tunes character. <laughs> yep. Oh, I love you, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, you got to torture me by pulling on my nipples. <laughs> All right, so uh, so we got we got those guys. I'm gonna throw Mikey the baby from Look Who's Talking in there. <laughs> <laughs> Because that the whole thing is the dilemma of do you punch a baby? All right. <laughs> All three of us, let's see if we're thinking of the same scene. What's the first scene you remember from Look Who's Talking? The lunch scene. Yep. 
<laughs> where the, looking at the boobs and he's like, lunch. I always think about where Christy Alley is meeting his dad in his office and Mikey's playing with his statues and he goes, take that, Skeletor. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I remember, I remember that as a kid just like laughing my ass off. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking Bruce Willis is hilarious. And people don't give him enough credit for it. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this up with one last pick. I have a suggestion, unless you guys have one. I go for it. Let's hear it. 80s talk show hosts. Oh. Because <laughs> there's a lot of good ones. <laughs> Sally, Jesse, Raphael. You want Sally, Jesse? <laughs> and she's she's actually, she splits into three characters that are like different colored versions. So there's like a <laughs> you, red you know, one. Sally, Jesse, Donatello. <laughs> <laughs> Sally, Jesse, Leonardo. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, that's just cracking me up. Oh, I've I've got uh, I've got one who's got nothing to lose, which makes him extra dangerous. Who's Chevy Chase? Oh God! <laughs> 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 I've got to go with like another '80s icon that people always forget his '80s icon, and it's fucking Geraldo. Ah, uh, see, I'm surprised none of us picked Morton Downey. Morton Downey. <laughs> I always think of I because we're horror nerds. I always associate him with Tales from the Crypt. So do I. But yeah, he had that whole talk show. He was the he was the the original loudmouth talk show host. God damn. I remember. It was an event for me when I was a kid. I don't know why, but when Geraldo opened up, um, Al Capone's vault. Yes. Oh yeah. I remember like. Making sure I had nothing going on that day when I got home from school and being glued to the television, and they knocked the wall down, and there's nothing there. Uh, you know, I'm going to follow that up with, like, the most 80s child thing possible. You know part of the reason I remember that so vividly? Why? Because of the Weird Al parody. Yeah. UHF. <laughs> <laughs> Roadmaps! <laughs> oh. oh, man. Uh, let's all pick one that we wrote down that we wanted to pick, but it didn't fit anywhere. Do you guys have one? Uh, I do, actually. I do, too. Yep. Who's everybody got? Uh, well, I have Michael Knight. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> you've got to have a character who can throw cars at him. We already have Turbo Teen, which is why I took him off the list. But, you know, he just stands back and Knight Rider just goes flying, or Kit goes flying over there, you know? Would, uh, would you have Evil Michael Knight as well as, like, a skin change? Oh, of course. You would need to. You would have to. The goatee. Uh, <laughs> Josh, do you have one? I sure do. Although, mine is... Mine is definitely influenced by something that is not of the 80s, which is part of the reason I didn't specifically choose it. What is that? Um, I was thinking Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> because of Chloe and I, I. Was, No, I was thinking a very, uh, a very specific uh, Saturday Night Live sketch with Phil Hartman. Where he's leading a talk in a Mr. Belvedere fan club, and he's talking about how it's okay to love the Belvedere. It is not okay to want to be the Belvedere and to want to wear the skin of the Belvedere. 
<laughs> so I, I was picturing more like a crazed fan wearing Mr. Belvedere's skin. Um, I got to pick my buddy. Oh, it's Chucky. I get it. Yeah. But he was Chucky before Chucky. Yes, he was. It was fucking my buddy. And every kid who had my buddy has a story of watching Child's Play and then burying the my buddy down in their backyard or throwing it in the garbage or setting it on fire, uh, tying it to a tree, you know, taping firecrackers to it, blowing it up, leaving it in a friend's backyard so it didn't kill you, it killed your friend. <laughs> okay, we, we have to do one one thing, though, before we, we close this out. Okay. We ha- we have to do the the four final bosses or three guardians and then the you know the actual final boss. So I'm gonna say the final boss of the '80s video game needs to be Chuck Norris. Oh, uh, you know, I was gonna say <laughs> Ronald Reagan, but yeah, it's Chuck Norris. It, it has to be Chuck Norris. But who would his like three henchmen be? Other oh, '80s action stars. So would we? Well, have... I don't think they necessarily need to be action stars. I think they just need to be, like, seriously iconic. Like, Howie I Mandel? Could... <laughs> I was going to say, I could Bobby see this being a perfect, a perfect opportunity to bring in Cindy Lauper. Yeah? Cindy Lauper. What about the Smurfs? <laughs> they would kind of be like the muscle men thing, where they would just fight in a collective. It'd just be the muscle oh, men, but oh, blue. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the uh, like... Shang Tsung before you get to the real real boss. Oh. Uh would have to be Papa Smurf then. Oh wait, yeah. no, no no hold up, hold up. Even better. The Shang Tsung, you as soon as you said that it gave me an idea. Fucking Eddie Murphy. Because oh, of God, all the different yeah. roles he plays. It's yes. just him constantly changing into a different character going, eh, eh, eh. Just laughing at <laughs> Would he stick a banana up your ass and you would explode? Of course. He'd have the dagger from the, from the golden child. He'd be like, I got the knife. And he would just have <laughs> oh. Oh. All right. I know. I know exactly who the last one is then. Bobcat Goldthwait. Oh, of course. Of course. Just as Bobcat. You can be me. It's not that easy. <laughs> He'd look like Zed from Police Academy. <laughs> it could be the hot to trot horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that movie. That movie is a fucking classic. Your your teeth would move too if someone was shoving a carrot up your ass. Okay, I love the comedy of a talking horse. I am so simple minded. <laughs> Just thinking of Mr. Ed, I have to roll around and like laugh maniacally. <laughs> Oh, I just think horses are hilarious. They are. They're just dumb creatures. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Horses are oh. fucking stupid, and it makes me laugh. <laughs> oh, oh www.sarahjessicaparkerlookslikeahorse.com. <laughs> well, everybody, there you go. Thanks for listening. If you feel like chiming in and saying who you think would win, uh, you know, Michael Jackson and Webster, Boy George, or David Bowie from the 80s, you let us know. Chime in. Give us, give us your thoughts. Yeah. And, give, us, uh, give us your winner list. And we'll chime in and call you stupid. <laughs>
But uh, we'll be back next week with a proper episode. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening and stuff. And uh, yeah, don't forget that there's a beaver puppet watching you sleep. And and he's going to sneak under your bed and do things to your butt while you sleep. Yeah, that's horrifying. Just if you ever wonder why Alanis Morissette made a whole album about her trauma, she slept with Dave Goulier. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Don't you think? (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. I'm hanging out the window of a car and waving at you. Creepy.com on the World Wide Web. Must I say it again? Did you not listen? Count Creepy. C O U N T K R E E P Y. Ah.